good morning whenever it is and wherever you are on this fine day. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Chasing Freedom Momentum Monday. How are you all today? I am super excited today. I, uh, the, the freedom journey we're going on now is that it's something that I'm just kind of delving into. I've kind of studied it off and on over the last probably four or five years, particularly um, after coming to God in my life. And it's really, it's kind of a deep topic, so I'm not going to cover it in a lot of depth today. But, you know, in essence, it is the, the plight of the male in today's world. And I can, I can tell you from several experiences and several learning experiences that I've had, I went through something called men's fraternity. And that was uh, started by a pastor in his church in Arkansas. And what he noticed was a lot of the guys in his church were just not engaged. They were just kind of, kind of stepping back and just, you know, just again, not knowing what their role was. And the way he described it was, you know, back in the day, way back in the day before the world wars and all that you know dads let's say were on the farm with their sons and they'd really show them face to face how to be a man and what it what it meant to be a man and, you know all of that stuff well then the world wars hit and men were called away to fight and so they were out of the home so the ladies naturally had to take over that role if you think about it, that really started, and again, not good or bad, just the way it was. We are designed differently. Men and women are designed differently. So um, you, you had this whole generation of men that were brought up without that male figure in their life. And you know, with and what he talked about was, and then you, you know, after the wars, when I was growing up as a kid, you had uh, the shows on television like Father Knows Best and My Three Sons and those kinds of shows. For some of you, I know I'm dating myself here, but they showed the father as wise and, and you know, guiding the family with wisdom and, and love and courage and, you know, all of that stuff. Well, then you fast forward to, you know, like in my prominent years, uh, 70s, 80s, you know, you had the women's lib movement, burning bras, and guys are depicted on shows as being buffoons and, you know, not very wise and kind of comedic characters. So you start to see this whole thing in society, you know, changing and, and men were trying to figure out, well, where do I fit in? Where do I fit into this thing? Then it continued, you know, into the 90s and 2000s where women were increasingly in the workforce and taking leadership roles and there were both parents working and, you know, the whole equality and all of that stuff. So through this whole time, if you think about it, just an interesting perspective, men, lost their way and there was no one to show them you know what does it take to be an authentic 
man. Um, so that whole study was about, you know, men being able to unpack a lot of their, uh, you know, dad issues, mom issues from growing up. You know, the whole, you know, we've, we've all got masculine and feminine traits in us given to us by God and doesn't mean male and female it's just masculine and feminine traits so anyway you know I went through that study um, several years back and it was very eye-opening for me um, because you know in this pastor his point of view was that you know men have lost their way and um, not blaming men but just saying they're where were they gonna turn everything in society especially if you weren't a godly man where do you turn you you look at society and what it's teaching you and you had these you know the role models whether it be athletes or entertainers and you know our whole culture is about me 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 and you know all of this stuff so men just were confused and they kind of stepped back and they didn't know what role they were to play um so then you fast forward and I did something called the Shape Series here in the last year and a half or so. And that was put on by a church out in Colorado called Flatiron. And it was beautiful. It, it, it shape was the was, you know, were the five characteristics of a godly man. Um, so, you know, let me read through some of those. So the S is Independence is a delusion of a fool. Just trust in God. So being independent, which again, I sure was taught that growing up. But here they taught us that's a delusion of a fool. You have to trust in God. You know, this whole independence thing. I got to do it. I got to do it. Right? That's too much of a burden for a man to try to take on. H was honor. Um, spend time on where it really matters most. Um, you know, where's my time? Where are my choices? Um, you know, so for me, it's it's getting that proper alignment of, you know, God first, Lana second, and then, you know, family, and then business. You know, that's the way, that's that's the way God has aligned things. So for me and for us men, you know, that's something that we need to continue to, to live into, which is, which is, you know, a little bit different than probably what we have been taught in the past. And then let me get to A here. Um, and that's where it talked about, you know, Adam and the, the passivity is the assessment of my life, you know, assess your life. And, you know, it goes all the way back to Adam and Eve and, and how Adam was very passive and he even kind of blamed Eve for tempting him. And this passivity stems from some recent learning that I've, I've learned about is we learn it from our parents and, and the relationships there. And it stems back to, again, not a father figure um, in your life. So as a guy, you could end up being a little bit passive, meaning that you just, you don't want to argue. 
you'd rather just agree and get along. Um, you retreat when you know when arguments happen or you know that sort of thing. So you're really passive, and that isn't what God's design was, you know, for us as men. So again, eye-opening stuff, right? And then P was perish and what he talked about there was the little boy needs to perish uh, and what men end up doing is is they perish to their own wants and desires and and that ends up in bad choices you know all those things so the boys in us take over and the man does not emerge from this. You know, if a man is 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 not allowing that little boy to perish and growing into growing into the man that God created. And then um, finally is is engaged. That's the E. So you know what are we gonna do as men? What are we going to do? And and really, what they pointed to in my recent recent learning points to is we need to engage by learning the truth as God presented it. The truth about who we are, about what our role is in relationships, in marriages, in the family, in the workplace. Because it's all there. It's in the Bible. Jesus is teaching us that. And then having the courage to live into that role, getting rid of that passivity that can be there. So again, there's no blame here. This is just the way the world is. And I believe Satan is a big driver of all of those things. Because if he can have us in the roles as men that we weren't really designed to have, he can throw this world into chaos. And the guy in the Shape series really talked about, you know, with the divorce rates in this country and and single parent homes and, you know, that we're leaving a lot of women and children in in ditches to fend for themselves in life. So we need to have the courageous men step up and take the role of that genuine godly man. It brings me up to what I've been studying recently Um, And it was just an eye-opener for me. And this comes from uh, some praying and God's Word and uh, another book that I'm just delving into now. When I look at my own history and I look at my my dad in particular, he, uh, and I didn't, this didn't dawn on me until very, very recently, um, literally. But he was very passive um, around his mom. I mean, he would literally, um, you know, cower. <laughs> you know, his mom was a little five-foot lady. She was half Indian, half, you know, Cherokee Indian and half African-American. And she just, boy, we went over to Grandma's house. Grandma ruled the roost, and you knew it. And my dad was definitely passive and subservient to her. Now, my mom wasn't a very, she wasn't addicted, she isn't and wasn't a dictatorial mom. 
But again, my dad really wasn't around much of the time. So I held her in in esteem that way. And what happens, what I'm learning is, as guys, when we come up with, with that view of women in our lives, we tend to carry that passivity on. And we tend to not engage and not argue, not share our feelings, you know, all of those things. Um, because we're, we're deeply in fear of, you know, that that person leaving because we look to the female and, and it goes all the way back to childhood too when kids go away to school. A lot of the teachers are female teachers. So, you know, I, I heard one pastor have a quote that, man, in Sunday school, we should have more slingshots and, and trucks. And they told this story of how... Um, there was a couple that had a little boy. I forget how old he is. He was, but he was playing with his toys in his room. Young kid, maybe in his crib still. And he had these new toy trucks, so he was crashing them and going boom and you know making them crash. And and you know the dad heard this and he just kind of smiled and and then all of a sudden he hears his wife go in there and you know kind of goes and his wife is saying, oh you shouldn't. You know, those are your new toys. You don't want to ruin them. Don't crash them. And so he, the guy goes and he pulls his wife aside, you know, outside the room. He said, "Hun, you know, boys are, are designed to crash their trucks. It's okay. That's good. He's exploring his, his mas- masculinity there. And that's not to say that, uh, you know, it's not a physical aggression, but it's this masculine trait that we have to have, you know, spoken into us as as young men, so we can be those create courageous lions that women really want us to be. You know, women um, are designed to, you know, really count on us to be the providers, to be, to keep them safe to not leave their side, to be there for them. But you look at our society and, oh my gosh, we're littered with with uh, men that have done exactly the opposite. You know, and I've, I will fully admit, I've, you know, been married twice and, and looking back, this is a hard pill for me to swallow though. I was very passive in those relationships. I mean, I, I just allowed you know, that passive, passes, passivity, <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying it right, to, um, to dictate what I was doing. And, you know, they, you know, I think in something I read recently, they talked about, you know, women sometimes will just go and just, just peck at a man, peck at a man, peck at a man. And the, a story that was told in one of the books I was reading, it's so interesting, it's about, I think it was two parakeets, let's say it was parakeets, with two birds in a cage, canaries maybe. And so the guy got home and, and the male was just cowering on the side of the cage, just kind of cowering. So he's like, holy cow, I wonder what's going on here. So the guy gets the, the bird out and, and, you know, he, he just decides, I'm going to, let's pray. I'm going to pray to God 
you know, to, to heal this bird and, and give him, you know, get him out of this because he had no idea what had, what had happened. Um, so then after he prayed, he put the, the bird back in a separate cage and, you know, for the night and thought, well, the next day I'll take him to the vet and we'll see what's going on. Well, the next morning, the bird was chirping and seemed to be great and, you know, full of energy. So I thought, wow, that's interesting. So he thought, hmm, you know, I wonder if, if the prayer worked. And so he put the bird back in the cage with the female partner and the female comes right over and starts going to peck at him and, you know, start to just peck at him like, doo -doo -doo. and the bird went back at her and said, you know, and, you know, went back at her and then she was just like, whoa. So she stopped pecking at him and pretty soon they were singing together and happy and everything else. So, you know, the point of the story was, you know, the man can't be passive. He's got to, you know, share his feelings and, you know, we are, we are led to show and lead in the way Jesus taught us to lead. Um, so we have to be strong in those circumstances. And the author told an anecdote about when he would share this with women. Uh, like, you know, uh, one woman told the story of how she was just having a bad day and she kept nagging her husband when they're going to the amusement park and just all day long, just kind of nagging him. Well, he felt beat down by the end of the day when they talked about it, you know, later on down the road in front of uh, this guy who was counseling him at the time. Um, you know, the counselor asked her, you know, well, what, what could he have done? And she said something like, well, if he just would have said, hey, stop, you don't need to do that. You know, let's, let's enjoy this day. She said, because I need him, I count on him to get me out of those rabbit holes when I start going down those rabbit holes. And it sounds like a simple little conversation, but wow, so impactful. And he saw that with so many couples that, you know, the man can't be passive in those situations. Um, and we have to study the word and know the truth so to be able to wisely guide our families and our relationships that way you know he talked about the whole you know that there, there was a time in our country where everything's got to be 50 50 and you know it just confuses folks so anyway big topic i'm only scratching the surface but hopefully this podcast um for the guys out there and for the gals you listen to this maybe there's a glimmer of hope for you if you're if you're a guy and you're feeling like, wow, I just feel like sometimes I'm just overwhelmed and I don't know what to do or if I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. And if, you know, there's this whole dynamic of, you know, the old macho man, which is totally insensitive to now we've got the totally sensitive man, which is idolized in our culture. But there's a happy medium in there, you know? And, uh, it's just an interesting topic to talk about. Again, this podcast doesn't do it justice, but if anything, it can, you know, maybe if it gave you a little bit new, a little bit more awareness, 
some new awareness around this topic and you want to delve into it some more, reach out to me. I can share some of the resources that I've um, that I am using. I'm not a finished product by any means. You can ask Alana about that, but um, you know it's a journey, and as long as we're striving, as long as I'm striving to get better, as long as you're open to wanting to get better, the the beauty is that yes, when you're chasing freedom, in this case as a man with relationships and how you're interacting with the ladies in your life, there is a path. There is a, a guidebook, and that's the Bible. And there are a lot of ways to access it. And um, for me, just that revelation of accessing that courageous lion again um, is so inspiring and so exciting. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Share this with your friends. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, we love you all. We're, we've got a uh, membership site that's launching. We'll tell you a little bit about founding membership in the days ahead. But until next time, catch us with Coffee and Christ every Thursday in another edition of Chasing Freedom Momentum Monday. Next Monday, this has been Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and we help people go from isolation to community because beyond community is freedom. It is all kingdom work. That is what we do. That is how we roll.